three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. This is episode number... 75. Holy crap. Of at odds. Of at odds with the unbreakable spirit. And the execution of Daniel Taravos. Alright, so let's just hop into what the topics are going to be. Wait, d- didn't you say you wanted to talk but about... first, I think we should explain... Why Raw was so... Vince, move on. Vince. Yeah. Motherfucking Vince McMahon. Like, Apparently, uh... he's in control of creative for the next two... He has a contract with Endeavor for, like, two years or something. No. Like, uh, to quote uh, to quote Vader from uh, The Edge of Revenge of the Fallen... And Revenge, Revenge of, the of the Sith. What the Revenge of the Fallen? That's a different movie. <laughs> right, Revenge of the Sith. No. Right. No. Let's hop into what the topics are gonna be. Topic one. Results These... of standard. Results of standing deliver. Yeah, it is the prediction battle result Resolve. special, pretty much. Yeah. Duh. All right. So let's hop into topic one, which I believe you start off this week. Yep. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the hang on, let me find it. The results of Stan and Deliver are as follows in no particular order. We're gonna give you know the drill at this point. Alright. Yeah. Pun uh, and by the way. Remind everybody, what was the punishment the for this? The punishment for this would be the loser has to watch a Disney live-action remake of the winner's choice. Yes, the first match that I am going to talk about is... And I'm just going to do it in... I'm going to do it in... Uh, in no particular, in just random order, is uh, Wesley versus Axiom versus Dragon Lee versus JD McDonough versus Elena Dragunov in the fatal five way open challenge, which wasn't fucking really an open challenge. That was a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> I my thought on that match is that shit was wild. Good. Yeah, Dragon Lee uh he impressed yeah, me. Yeah, he was impressive, but um I'm gonna wait to withhold whether or not I like him or not to see after I see him a little bit more, you know? Yeah. But match was good, um I uh, wasn't really sure that Dragon that uh, Wesley would still be the champion. I mean, like, don't get me wrong. What he did was kind of a brave thing to do, but it's also just kind of dumb. You're the yeah. champion. Why would you give yourself... Why would a you take... 20% chance of retaining. Not only not only that, but not only do you do that, you take away your, your, your the championship advantage. Yeah. And the winner was Wesley giving a point to Matthew. Yep. The next match is as follows. And there was uh, the Creed Brothers versus Gallus versus the D'Angelo family in a triple threat tag team match. What was your thoughts on that match? It was okay. Yeah. 
But um uh Joe Coffee returning was a surprise. Yes. Joe Coffee returning and Gallus retained the tag team titles, which gave me a point. Yep. Okay. And the next match was I'm I'm gonna do the kickoff show match because surprisingly there was a match on the kickoff show. Mm-hmm. Which was West well, no, which was excuse me, Chase U versus what was schism. Yeah, Chase U and Tyler Bates. Versus what I'm saying was because two of the members are gone. Yeah. Which, which basically, got, yeah. Uh, they asked so for their release. The former grizzled young veterans asked for their release and were uh, granted it. Yeah, the or the disciples, but which begs the question. The fuck is gonna yeah, happen? Yeah, but with... before they were the dyad, they were the grizzled young veterans. Right. Okay. Which gave Matthew another point. I didn't even know about because I didn't watch the kickoff show. Yeah, I watched it live on TikTok. <laughs> I just, really, I, true, here's a true story, folks. I was scrolling TikTok because I, I follow WWE on TikTok. I saw that there was a match and I'm like, well, might as well leave this shit on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, Chase U won. Although, although I think was... that should like give us. Uh, I think that should just make a, a role for us to watch the kickoff show just in case yeah. another situation like this happens. I mean, I I do that. Uh, I mean, I do that anyway. But well, sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, but the next match was. What are you doing? Uh, just rearranging my mic. Just keep rolling. Okay. Sorry, uh, you don't really need to do whatever, but uh, the next thing was for the women's tag team titles, which was... Which was the, the match was meh. The champions, unsurprisingly, if I'm going to be honest, lost. Yeah. So, Fallen Henley and Kiana James lost to Alba Fire and Ilsa Dawn. Yeah, or Fire because and Dawn. I, I just put their last names because do you really want me spelling out their full names? No, but Fire and Dawn just honestly does sound like a good name. Yeah, it sounds like a good tag team name, right? <laughs> yeah, it really does. But um, the next match, which was supposedly Johnny Gargano's last NXT match, which was Johnny Gargano versus Grayson Waller. Which should have happened much sooner, mind you. Yes. Okay. But we talked about that last week. Yeah. Uh, the match was... I thought that this match was going to be a lot more uh, violent, to yeah. be honest. It's like all this build-up, all this participation, all this that you've peeled into this one match, and it's just not... A, it's not... You, you guys, are, it's not like... You know, you two are just violently beating the crap out of each other like you've been waiting to do this shit for months? The fuck? Like, in the build-up, Gargano even pulled that fake cameraman trick. <laughs> I've seen all... numerous times before in WWE. Yeah, uh, and... Yeah, which, oh yeah, which, by the way, I got the point for the, uh... I get the point for Gallus, and Matthew got the point for uh, the. Uh, well, for you the... you got the point for fi- for the women's tag. Yeah, and I, I got the point for the unsanctioned. Yeah, and it all came down. It literally. We got two matches. Two right. Women's championship. Right, the women's championship. That match was. All right. 
And uh, I lost this one, but I'm not even mad because our Indy Hartwell one was hilarious. Yes. Her in-storyline husband just showing the fuck up out of nowhere. And literally, like, putting her on his shoulders and helping her up the ladder. Her reaction when she saw him was like, what What the fuck are you doing here, babe? <laughs> yeah, but uh, the match was alright, but... um. Yeah, and then the dumb thing is is that on NXT this past Tuesday, she was like, duh, I'm going to defend my championship against someone who I competed against in a match. Like, bro, you just won this thing in a ladder match. I yeah, would not and, be... And one of the women you beat in that match why ended up being your opponent on NXT. So we start. Yeah. But yeah, uh... I hope she has a, a a decent reign. Yeah. Anyway, which I won the fall for this one, which the guy said that it all came down to the main event. Of the afternoon. Well, yeah, of the, of the afternoon, yes. Of Stand and Deliver. We yeah. got Braun Breaker, the champion, versus Carmelo Hayes. That match was all right. It wasn't really, yeah. like, I'm going to be honest, I was expecting this shit to be like a, like, well, with this shit being the youngest main event in, in WrestleMania, in WrestleMania weekend history, I was expecting a fucking match of the year candidate, honestly. Yeah. But the match, no, it was, I mean, it was a solid, it was a, it was, it was a really back and forth match, yes. But, yeah, um, uh, Carmelo Hayes won, and then Carmelo Hayes celebrated this past Tuesday on NXT. And apparently Brian turned heel. Yeah. Why, you didn't see that? No, I was in the shower. Oh, yeah, he turned heel. He, you know, he did the classic, raise your hand, psych. Yeah, raise the winner's hand, change it into a clothesline. Yeah, it's just like... And I am curious, honestly, of how... I I know Bron says, like, he's got that dog in him. Are we talking Pitbull? Are we talking Rottweiler? What? If he's uh, going to be more aggressive now, we, we got to know what type of dog to get the aggression level. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to be a Malamore? Like, is he going to be one of those dogs where you fuck around? You're not going to like what you find out? Yeah. But, Anyways, if you can't tell, the score was three to four in favor of my co-host. Woohoo! But I will not be watching a Disney live-action movie because I'm cashing in my get out of punishment free card. Yeah. Which means now that you used it, the next time that this possibly comes up as a punishment, who knows when, it you cannot use it again unless you win it in money in the bank later this year. Yeah. We'll be back with the results and opinions of WrestleMania. A night, a number, a one. Right after this. And we are back with WrestleMania night number one, which happened after the same day as Stand and Deliver. See. All right, so I'm just going to go in order that we predicted. Okay, go. The first one we predicted was the opener of the show. John Cena versus A-Town Down, Austin Theory. Honestly, I thought that this match was going to be a really hard-hitting, epic, back-and-forth sort of match. You know, to really level, to really, you know, just, you know, to really set the tone for the WrestleMania, for WrestleMania, but it was a, it was a solid match. Yeah. Oh, and I forgot to mention, the uh, loser of this match, of this one, 
has to watch the Scooby-Doo and WWE crossover movie. I checked yesterday. Yeah. They're both on okay. HBO Max. Great. Okay. Um, and surprisingly, well, I mean, because I theorized that uh, whoever won this match would uh, defend their uh, United States title, which would have the lo- which would have the loser of the stand and deliver main event debut on the main roster. That but- theory was clearly wrong. <laughs> yeah, and theory one. Yeah, which gives me a point. Alright, what's the next match? I'm going to skip the next two matches and go to Logan Paul versus... Wait, why are you skipping the next two? Because they were the last matches of the night. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. Go ahead. The, the next match was Logan Paul versus Seth freaking Rollins. It was another... I mean, I'm going to be honest. Not only was this... I this match was I'm I'm not surprised at all, but this match was a banger. KSI was a surprise. Yes. He KS- said he would never do WWE. And then they and got frost. Look what happened. But he was uh, dressed up as a bottle of prime at the grandest stage of them all. I mean, like that's a hell. That's a hell of a way to. That's a hell of a way to do a product placement, honestly. <laughs> but what the yeah. Fuck, Siri. What Siri just activated? Siri, shut up. <laughs> but uh, honestly, uh, yeah, I got sent through a table by his business partner. <laughs> but honestly, this match was very good, and um. I, I kind of do feel bad for Logan Paul because not only was this on, not only was I have heard that Seth Rollins has said that it would be foolish of WWE not to resign Logan Paul after being in the ring with Logan Paul. Oh, so Seth now likes Logan in WWE. Yeah, he's like after being, I guess after, yeah, but. I also kind of feel bad for Logan Paul because this was also on Logan Paul's birthday. Yeah. But the question is, does Logan Paul want to work for WWE's new parent company, Endeavor? Hmm. That is a valid question. Because you could get him some matches in the UFC if you think about it. And also, uh, this is just another reason, but... um, if you want to still stay with WWE, they're probably willing to offer you a lot more money. Yeah, and also, isn't Prime like the drink of the UFC? It is. So, <laughs> for business purposes... Sign a new contract and get a shit ton of money. Yeah. Anyways, the... on to the next match. Otherwise, you have to be too stupid to not do yeah. that. But next match. Next match is Becky Lynch, Trish Stratus, and Lita versus Damage Control. Meh. Alright. Yeah, just meh. Like, the superhero, like, special entrance they had was okay, but also really weird. Yeah, and, uh, Damage Control has been, I think, already damaged. Yeah, like, they were good when they first started, but these days, not so much. No, but uh, Team Becky, Becky's Team won with a manhandle slam from off the top rope. Yep. Uh, Wait, aren't you forgetting about the uh, Rey Mysterio match? That's next on the list. Okay, next, uh, I guess, is Rey Mysterio versus, well, Father Mysterio. Okay, let let me ask you this about Dom's uh, WrestleMania entrance. Why would he get out of jail, 
and go back into jail for a special entrance. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that I I'm gonna be honest. That whole fucking shit for his whole entrance was just kind of dumb. Cause I get you know Ray doing the homage to Teddy Guerrero, but I thought Dominic would do the just to really get and then, un- like just the fact that Dom is wearing a mask inspired by one of his dad's old masks. I mean, like the match was just. Okay. Eh. All right. But but I mean, Ray as a Hall of Famer got to ride with the D-O-double-G. Yeah. I'm not talking about Jesse James. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the the match was good. Uh, Bad Bunny kind of interfering and causing Dominic the match. Surprised didn't this cause a disqualification, honestly. And, and today, well... Dom would have been disqualified if he used the chain, so. I mean, I'm honestly surprised he didn't just, I'm honestly surprised that if one, if one of the Judgment Day was out there, I'm honestly surprised he didn't shift, didn't pass it off to one of them. They hit Ray with it and cheat to win. You saw That's what happened, and like Bad Bunny, something sort of like that happened on Raw, and Bad Bunny got injured because of it. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Yeah, all right. Yeah, Bad Bunny's probably gonna be competing in a match. Probably a badge match or something. Yeah. Anyway, match was all right. What was your thoughts on the Ray versus Dominic match? Um, I on honestly, when he when Dom splashed that drink on Aaliyah, I thought Aaliyah was gonna punch her brother. But yeah. Um. So I. I'm gonna ask this question because but it was a good match overall. Yeah, um, this raises a question: Is this the end of this feud, or is this feud never Hell gonna? Oh no! Ray even said that clearly he didn't get done what he wanted to do. Okay, but yeah, nothing there. What is next match? Is Street Profits versus Viking Raiders? Uh, you forgot. Versus, uh, Alpha Academy versus, uh, Braun Strowman and Ricochet? Yeah. Okay. I'm not, for, <laughs> okay, I'm gonna be dead honest here. For a match that I honestly didn't really give a fuck about, goddamn. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, but seriously... Can we, can we just talk about this for a quick second? Is In that match, Chad Gable managed to get Braun Strowman up for that uh, soup, for that German suplex that he does. Like, yeah. push. Like, I don't give a sh- if it's in charge. Push Chad Gable. Yeah, like, push Alpha Academy, to be honest. Like, I know they're in a story that Vince probably doesn't care about, where they're splitting up, Otis is gonna go to Maximum Male Models, Chad is gonna go solo. But, yeah. Whatever, just push them. The the match itself, for a match, like I said, was very surprisingly entertaining. But I also didn't really understand what the fuck was uh, Titus Worldwide out there. That shit was random. You mean Titus O'Neil? Yeah. I don't know. He was there to commentate, I guess. Yeah, okay. Why don't you just get a Booker T or something? This was just like, well, okay. No, um... Uh, Anyways, uh, for the rest of the matches, I'm going to go back to the two that skipped. First, the penultimate match of the show, which featured the Royal Rumble winner. Yes. Okay. Charlotte Flair versus Rhea Ripley for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm going to say this. That shit was... That shit was mad. That that shit was a banger. Yeah. (laughs) Was it match of the weekend? Probably not. It was... I mean, compared to the main event, it's a close second. Yeah. But, I mean, like, like, those two women... 
okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna say something that I told you already, but compared to the first time those two fought at WrestleMania, compared to their second encounter, wow. Yeah. Not to mention on Raw, they might have teased the women's title unification match. Oh, great. Why the... Yeah, that, that, that's fucking great. Yeah, 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 sure. That's what you need to make your women's division even more desperate for championships. Yeah. But the match was a banger. And you but... won that one. Yeah. But, um, which, hey... By the way, in case people don't realize, yeah, I, I won this thing, but all Charlotte Flair has to do is win the women's championship three more times, and she will break her father's record. But I've also heard that Rick Flair said that she's a 21-time champion. Yeah. So, we, 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 uh, so he's an unreliable narrator for sure. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Charlotte is currently taking a hiatus from WWE, and when she comes back, she'll probably go after either the Raw or SmackDown win. Yes. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, the main event of the evening of WrestleMania Night 1 was a tag team match. For the undisputed tag team championship, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens Versus the Usos. No, I'm gonna say this. That match was insane. That match was a fucking banger. Hell, I don't know if you realize this, but the one time that when the 1D got kicked out of, that was the first time the 1D has ever got kicked out of, ever. Yeah. And then, like, uh, uh, to be honest, I I get that. Um, I know that the, like this match had a lot of history, and I get that this match was a normal tag team match, but it begs the question: What would have happened if you took that undisputed tag team titles and it wasn't under a normal tag team rules? What would have happened differently? What have the Usos won? That's a fair point. Because but luckily for the prize fighters and the Zaniacs, it was a normal match. Yeah. But... I don't know what Kevin Owens fans are trouble, so I'm calling them the prize fighters. I mean, but it but it, I honestly will say I was surprised that Kevin Owens stuck around. Because I thought that he would portray Sammy. Like, wait, this guy already, he's like, you know, this guy portrayed me because of these motherfuckers. Why would I wear, why would I risk my neck out for you? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. And also they're best friends in real life. Yeah, but also... Lost, which was surprising. Which got them in trouble with the tribal chief on Raw, obviously. Yeah, but it was surprising that they won. But um, it just like I mean, I, like let's just talk about this. Yeah, uh, um, the for everything that those like they were so basically. I hate to be the I hate to be the guy to say this, but. The Usos basically carried the entire tag team division on the back. And now that responsibility falls to Sammy and Kevin. Yeah, but think Good about... Luck. Yeah, but seriously, think about this. The Usos tag team title reign was 622 days. That's a long time. That is the longest tag team title reign ever. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, Sammy's like, all right, yeah, you beat us. Stop that shit. Good good luck to Sammy and Kevin. And we'll be back with the final topic and the final night of WrestleMania weekend. All right. Got to say the store for this. Yes. Yeah, I, I can cut this up. Anyways. 
The final score for night one was five to two in favor of me. Enjoy the movie. We'll be back with topic two. Yes. Or to, to the fuck. The final topic. <laughs> topic three. Wah, wah, wah. Uh, we'll be back with the final night of WrestleMania right after this. Hello, everybody, and we are back with the third and final topic. WrestleMania Night 2. Which I'm pretty sure had a shorter card. Yes. Oh, and I just want to address this as I bet people are going to be wondering about it. Uh, we are not counting the two Miz matches that happened because they were impromptu and random. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. And I also, was... one of his opponents tore his quad in the match that happened on night two. Yeah. Pat McAfee returned, which was. Okay, well, that shit was a bit of a surprise. Yeah. The bigger surprise was Shane McMahon. Yeah, who... And he pulled a Vince and tore his quad. I mean, yeah, but at least he didn't tore two of his quads during into the damn ring. You're right. It it was more like a Kevin Nash. (laughs) Anyways. Anyway, um, in no particular order... I'm gonna, and by the way, I am going to save the main event of WrestleMania night to last. Okay. Just, just, just so that is out there. Uh, the first match was. Mm, I'm gonna do this in no particular order. Is Bianca? No, I'm doing Omas. No, Omas versus. Rock Lesnar, which opened the show, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I was surprised of how well Omos did against Lashley. Yeah. I mean, he's seven foot three. Four. Four? Seven Why is WWE building, building him a seven foot three then? Because he's seven foot four. But he's being built a seven foot three. I don't know. Maybe, I mean, did, does it really matter? Nope. Anyway, anyway moving on. The match was. All right. What was your thought on that match? I thought it was all right. Yeah, it wasn't the best of the weekend. But I will say that F five that Brian I mean, like Brock Lesnar's called the, the beast. power of the beast like, is unrivaled. Yeah, and Brock won, giving me a point again. Yes. The next match was the women's, the Raw Women's Championship, Asuka versus Asuka versus Bianca Belair. Yep. And Asuka is obviously the name that we've sort of given to Asuka with her new emergence of her old Kana gimmick. Yeah, um, yeah, which, that match was meh, compared to the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Yeah, I I feel that. It was just meh, but, um, and I I, I don't know if you're all aware of this, Maddie, but this shit might actually need to be said. You remember during the match how they all surrounded that one chick, the one kid? And, uh, uh, the the one the, the one kid that stretched her head or uh, her feet to her head. Kinda. Well, uh, apparently the real reason is because that kid lost her mother that same day. Oh, that's that's yeah. really sad. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, yeah. Oh, and uh, Bianca retained. Yeah. Which gave Matt? Which gave? Matthew. Me an early lead. Yeah. And honestly, one of the matches of the night, I think you know the match I'm about to talk about here, the triple threat for the Intercontinental Championship. Yep. Christ. That shit was a banger. Yeah, for real. I mean, like, like I heard Triple H say this in an inter in the in the WrestleMania 
post in the WrestleMania press conference, he's like, that's why I'm glad I'm retired. <laughs> because you would have to worry about Gunther's job. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> but, okay, that match was a god... Like, that match was a classic. Like, I, there were some points I thought Sheamus was going to win, and I still think Sheamus... They robbed Sheamus of his opportunity to win it, to become an ultimate Grand Slam champion at the grandest stage of them all, honestly. Yeah. But that shit was a goddamn thing. And what happened is um, Gunther retained by he powerbombed, like he literally powerbombed, uh, he powerbombed Sheamus. Then he powerbombed McIntyre onto Sheamus and pinned McIntyre. Yeah. And now... now go- uh, sorry, you, you can finish up. I was going to say is that might have been one of the... Like, just watching that shit last night on night two of WrestleMania, that shit was like, ah, fucking crap. Like, you cringed every time. Yeah, that was one of the matches of the weekend. Yeah, that that was just like, like even Michael Cole was clapping. He's like, "Why am I clapping during this?" <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, that that match was a goddamn, as Seamus would say, a banger. Yeah. Next. Now, you guys, if you listen to last week, honestly, you should listen to all our episodes and follow us. Uh, uh-huh. Neither of us picked Gunther to win, so uh, nobody yeah. won. No one got that point. Alright. The next match is Edge which versus the demon Finn Balor inside Hell in the South. The classic Hell in the Cell. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's the red one. It doesn't matter. It's, just, it's fucking Hell in the Cell. Yeah. And and by the way, I want to clarify Michael Cole, because Michael Cole said something that honestly still kind of pisses me off. He said that it was seven years. Motherfucker, it was 11 years. <laughs> you would know. You were there. Yes, I was there. The last, I was here. I was there at the fucking end of an era hell in the cell match. Even though you had terrible seats and had to watch the show on the, mo- on the overhead monitor. Yeah. I mean, like, I will say, I did see, I did see that whole super kick in the, uh, into the pedigree. I saw that. Yeah. But, yeah, but, um, yeah, uh, the, that match was a banger. The only problem with that match was the random colored weapons. Yeah. What the fuck? I, I hate to curse a lot. I know I curse, but I don't care. What the fuck is with that bullshit? Yeah, and like red I, candlestick, honestly, purple candlestick. Yeah, purple red chair. chair, purple chair. All we're missing is a blue chair. But sorry, what was your thoughts? Uh, I'm just glad that from what I could tell, the tables were not colored. <laughs> but yeah, um, and. Because I know they had to stop the match because Edge literally yeeted a chair at Finn, which busted, which busted Finn's head open. Yeah, I mean, he apparently had to get some like stitches or something after the match. Yeah, but I saw a picture on Instagram. I think I forgot the number. Yeah, but um, like I get that WWE, you know, is worried about their safety, but it's just like when you're in the middle of a match, yeah, you know, and the match kind of has. No rules, you're kind of... Yeah. You're kind of not helping the kind of match stipulation. Yeah, also, like, if you're worried about, like, concussion stuff and and stuff like that, why the fuck would you let Edge do a concerto? Not only is that affecting the back of the head, but also the, but also the front. Yeah, yeah. That's a fair point, but uh, this match was a banger. My only problem with this match is 
The entrances looked cool, but that shit would have been so much better at night. And also, what the fuck was with Edge's mask during the entrance? Yeah, that it, shit was... it was another WrestleMania that happened primarily during the daytime. Yeah, but... Kind of like WrestleMania 31. Yeah, but that match was good. Yeah. All right. Um, The next... Which, by the way, gave Matthew. Yeah. The, uh, the fall. And then... The main event. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Right, sorry. The women's showcase match, which... Honestly, is... I'm not surprised you forgot about this match because it is very forgetful. Yeah, hey, okay. Compared to, like... This is going to sound like a really hot take here, but... Compared to the men's showcase match, which surprised the hell out of me, the women's match was just kind of fucking pointless. Yeah, like, literally the only thing I remember that match is Raquel powerbombing Liv onto the other competitors. Oh, and by the way, I heard that um, that uh, Shotzi was have supposed to come out in her um, tank. Tank. But yeah, but they, I'm I'm not gonna lie, guys. This year's WrestleMania is like one and two reeked of Vince interference. Yeah, and now for the main event of the evening, Cody Rhodes versus the head of the table, the Tribal Chief. Would he achieve the dream or would it turn into a nightmare? Yeah. The tribal chief, Roman Reigns, who, fun fact, was going into this match not only with a 945-day title reign, but was going into the... not only was going into the main event of WrestleMania for the third year in a row with the same championship... Was defending it at the same, was defending the same championship at WrestleMania three years in a row. This shit is never going to be touched again, ever. Yeah. Now let's talk about the match. That shit was a match of the year candidate. It, it was definitely, in my opinion, the match of the weekend. I agree. Compare. Uh, that and the SmackDown Women's Championship, I would say, are the two best matches. Funny and, enough, they both featured the winner of their respective Royal Rumbles. And, and also the tag team match. Those three matches were the best. Yeah. But this, like, Cody, uh, Cody Rhodes gave a hell of a performance. And Solo interfered not once, but twice in that match. One time hitting, hitting Cody with the chair and just like, just tossing it into the ring. I'm like, hmm, what chair? Hmm. What are you talking about? And I then he came this. back after he got ejected and Samoan spun. Uh, I, I was getting to that. Yeah. First, you know, he hit him with the with the white belt, which, okay. Should have picked, honestly, solo. Should have picked another weapon. If you were smart, yeah, I know that shit was probably planned, but... If you were smart enough, you would have picked a weapon that the referee would have would have not been aware of. Or Did something. he steal the weight belt from like negative one or something? That I'm not sure. But like, yeah, where the hell did he find the weight belt? Probably from negative one. But the match was there were a lot of times throughout this match. Sorry, but I'm really you speak here. But there were a lot of times where I thought Cody Rose was gonna win. What was yeah, your thoughts about this match? This match was, like I said earlier, the best of the weekend. There were it, a was, lot. it was it was false finish fest. Yeah, like there were so many. Like I even sent this in an audio message to Travis because I heard it from a BDE video. Roman is the master of the 2.9 kickout. 
Yeah, like, seriously. There were some falls where, like, got hit with the crossroads, kick out. Got hit with the Cody cutter, kick out. Got hit with the pedigree, kick Kick out. out. Got hit with the fucking halluva. Then, you know, the Usos came, interfered in that match. Because, you know, oh, and by the way, why do people go for springboards against Roman Reigns? I don't know, man. Just, just like, bro. Like, I, I know it's probably in your arsenal, but it's just like, you know, Roman Reigns could turn that shit either do with a Superman punch or a spear if he wanted to. Yeah, Roman. Here's a tip for anyone fighting Roman or Randy Orton: Do not go for a springboard. It will not end well for you. No, but um, there were a lot of close falls. Roman Reigns really got. Pushed, you know, like hey, Roman Reigns was definitely acting the part of he should have been, you know, acting the part of a total villain because that's his gold gimmick. He's a villain, like you know, when when Cody, like the those spears that Roman Reigns hit in the main event were just like damn, (laughs) yeah, but the tribal chief like got broken out of, but. I would say the closest fall of probably that entire match is when the when the new tag team champions came out, helped Sammy, I mean helped Cody. Roman, you know we all we you know we saw Roman was cornered. Roman Reigns got hit with a stunner and a Donaluva kick. I honest to God thought that was going to be it. But then at two point nine nine. Roman kicked out. Yeah, and then Cody came back, was going to hit the three crossroads. Solo came back, and Samoan spiked Roman. Spear, Samoan spiked Cody. Roman Reigns hit a nasty spear at one, two, three, and people are kind of bitching and moaning that Roman Reigns won. Now, now, hang on. I, I will say, I know this is part of Roman's gimmick, but I just hate the fact that such a good match was ruined by outside interference. Honestly? It kind of made it look like the Tribal Chief couldn't do it on his own. I mean, isn't that this whole gimmick? Isn't the, that the point of the bloodline? He's supposed to be the breadwinner for the bloodline. And they're making it look like he can't do it on his own. Okay, look, I I'm, I know we're almost, this is the final thing, but the whole point, a lot of people said, oh, Roman Reigns can't win. It's like, yeah, he's a heel. It's the whole fucking point. You're booing him. You're doing, you're making his job easy, people. You're booing him. Yeah. You're just like, okay. And I've said this once before, and I'm going to say this again. If you're booing a heel, that's the fucking point. Like, look, Roman Reigns was he, look, I'm going to be honest, and I should have seen this coming. If, if Roman Reigns wasn't going to win by himself, I should have, I, we all honestly should have fucking figured that the bloodline was going to interfere in some form or fashion. Yeah. Because And maybe, like, the Usos were trying to redeem themselves before Roman would give them an earful, probably on SmackDown. Yeah. By helping them because they failed on night one, and they were worried that the Tribal Chief was going to fail on night two. So the three Fatu siblings decided to assist. But think about, and, and I don't know if anyone considered this, but anyone considered the reason... That Solo Sokoa interfered a lot in this match is because he felt like he didn't want to fall the the Tribal Chief as well because he lost to Cody on Raw. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Roman Reigns wins. And, but I'm going to say this. Whoever, and, you know, Roman Reigns is still the undisputed Universal Champion. But I really got to say this, and I mean this way with every word. Whoever is the next person to follow up this shit, good luck. Yeah, 
Word of advice, if you plan on trying to dethrone the tribal chief, form a faction. Yeah, because... To counter the bloodline. Because, look, and I know I'm going to say this one more time. I know a lot of people are like, yo, but Cody Rhodes should have won out. It would have been the biggest pop of the night. Yeah, you're 100% right, folks. It would have been. But it's just, what sounds more important? Cody Rhodes winning and filling in his fatherhood dream or Roman Reigns doing something that we're never going to see again in our lifetime. Yeah, ask yourself this, people. What is the... You don't... You don't go somewhere for the destination. You start going somewhere for the journey. I mean, the story like... of Cody Rhodes trying to become the Undisputed Universal Champion will continue. I mean, because... That's what we're here for. Yeah, because I also want to say this. My final thoughts is, well, yes, Cody Rhodes would have been a good champion, but it's just, and and I I mean this, I mean this with all honesty. Well, Cody Rhodes has yes gone through a massive journey over the past six seven years, and you know, but Cody Rhodes hasn't gone through hasn't suffered enough to be to be you know to go through the uh to become champion because remember he only had like four matches in his first run honestly tore his quad his pack during during you know during uh to get ready for the hell in the cell match but yeah that's it all right we're we're done uh oh, you need not. to reveal the store dude oh okay yeah or do you uh, want me to do it final score Three to two, Matthew one. Goodbye. Enjoy the Marine Three home front. Bye. Roll that outro. Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six you can follow me on instagram at dan travis one two one and you can also follow me on the twitter at dan the executioner twenty one and you can follow the podcast at adults podcast we'll be back next week with more debates and discussion but until then the executioner and the unbreakable spirit will still be at odds Thank you, losers.